An Unwavering Force, A Bounty of Consequences, Part 1. We open on the bustling and buzzing city of Coruscant. The streets are lined with people running to and fro, beggars, business people, stormtroopers, all walking on the same path. And we see this very interesting crew of bounty hunters enter a bar. One galaxy shot glass. And as they enter this bar, that would make a cowboy saloon seem fan. Let's introduce our bounty hunters. I'm going to say probably in leading the, the group, is it going to be... Aki, our Rook's character. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's funnier if we go standard human and then later the fucking minion. So, leading this group into the bar where their planned meeting is, is, well, introduce us to your character. Yes, so our basic-ass human strides confidently into the bar warm brown skin long not long my idea of what long hair is is not what anyone else's idea of long hair is kind of shoulder length curly brown hair that's kind of like windswept even though it's not actually windy your standard pilot gear a a sword lake weapon at, at his belt a pistol in a kind of like a bandolier kind of thing like strapped to his side just the most confident smile as he walks in followed by the rest of this very weird crew Aki who are you playing? you see I guess comedically this camera goes to the next person and then moves a little too like not forward a little too to the left and then gets confused and has to go all the way back down because it has to turn the camera all the way down so you can see this tiny tiny small for a jawa jawa carrying a, an assortment of things including on them they wear like this but besides like that that brown burlap cloak with the hood on you see two glowing eyes but like the rest of the face is is hidden but you can tell that there's like these big big goggles on like because they stick out of the hood but the rest like the rest of it is still like all dark and, and whatnot and around their neck is a bunch of it's a bunch of knives essentially perhaps a necklace of them though these knives kind of look like kitchen knives just like a whole set you know, like the, like the set that you have in the wooden block. But they're just dangling there. They have like a fanny pack type pouch around their chest area. And on the back, it's a really obvious metal... Oh, actually, no, we didn't go with that. It's like a really, really big kind of like... Like a, like a pack mule type of bag with just a bunch of stuff and miscellaneous things occasionally falling out of it. Nothing important, it's more like dirt, like a bolt or two, you know, a nail, 
You know, just 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 stuff like that. Occasionally falling out of this giant, cartoonishly large backpack. And uh, and other than that, you really can't see any more features, including the feet area because the, the burlap robe is so big. And we're just we're just somehow I am able to walk side by side. Or perhaps not even like for maybe someone's pushing the pack behind me to help pick up the slack because of my tiny, tiny feet. And that's that's it. Just just I'm walking with purpose or perhaps also because I'm tired. You're not sure the arms move in that motion, you know, that 90 degree motion. <laughs> I must must ask because I'm a, I don't think you mentioned it. What's your character's name? I have not mentioned. Yeah, I'm Junk's Jiminyan. Great. The Jawa. Junk's mm-hmm. Jiminyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Alyssa. Whom's do you playing? Yeah, so I think that behind this tiny pack mule gremlin is a sort of luxury attendant droid who is all like exaggerated chrome curves and soulless black eyes. Her torso and thighs are painted this like demure blue, kind of mimicking a conservative office sheath dress. And there's this like solid cast metal bob that's painted a distinguished white atop her head. The only thing that sort of sets her apart from other droids of her model is that there is a piece of scrap metal a kind of mask-like plate over the lower half of her face. And someone has painted sort of very precisely, but also very inexpertly, like peach-colored lips where a human mouth might be found. And this is ZH3L Day, or Z, as she is called by the rest of these bounty hunters. And last, but certainly not least, Lonzo, who are you playing? I am playing, well, behind, as Z walks in, you see the doors of the saloon kind of like close and they open up. And my character comes through at first in the bottom, you see what looks to be like the feet and legs of a super battle droid. And as we come up more, you see like the torso of one and the chest of one and the big early metallic arms of one. But what stands out is as we move up towards the head, people at first would tend to cock their head to the side, sort of like an inquisitive dog be like, okay, that's something. It's not the head of a super battle droid, but the head of a super tactical droid. This is Blorbo. Blorbo goes by any pronouns and is a bounty hunter unlike the Empire or anything the galaxy has ever seen. Not only is Blorbo ruthless, but also is very strategic. And as the four of you walk to the bar where you were told that you would meet someone for this job that you're on. You see this behind a bar, you actually see this very wide, stout alien with blue skin, hunched over, long, like matted, matted hair going across their face. So you can't really quite see their facial features. 
but they spot the four of you, which even in a bar in Coruscant, in the lower levels, stick out. And they're going to kind of, like, grumble a bit, reach under the bar in hand, probably because Nam is in front, you this key, or like a key card, and you hear the mother was like, third door to the left, that's where you need to go. And turns around and just like helps other people at the bar. I wink very obviously at his back, and then I head to, <laughs> I head to the door. And as the four of you go in, which I can only assume you are, you enter into basically like a private room, where in some establishments there would be someone dancing in here. In this establishment, you see there was where a pole once was. You see just a in the middle of a room, jagged pieces of a pipe from the bottom and top as it's been clearly ripped off from who knows how long ago, and a small table. And as the door closes behind the last person, a hologram appears. And over this hologram, you hear you're the person giving you the job. I appreciate your quick response to my request, though it were not my first choice. But for speed, we must sacrifice a cut of quality. Your target is my previous bodyguard, Sunder Abyss Zabrak, an excellent assassin. They cannot be connected to me, so the faster you find them, the better the pay. In a stroke of good fortune, they were last seen escaping with two Jedi which will fetch us all a sizable case of credit should you get rid of them as well. If you don't find this job acceptable, then you may leave Coruscant and never return. As I said, you are not my first choice. You may well contact me via encrypted comms that were just sent to you and in no other manner. If you attempt to reach me otherwise, a squadron of troopers will arrive at your location in a manner of minutes to arrest you. If I do hear from you through appropriate channels, I expect only good news. And as this hologram disappears, you see the little communicator on the table kind of fizzle out. And if you see, if any of you pull out communicators, you see that a dossier was sent to you of once under abyss. Um, and tells you basically just like general info, which insert info here, all movie stabby, that kind of stuff. And information of like last known locations, last known aliases, last known associates. And you see a couple of striking things right off the bat. You see that where they left, there was a small but prominent gang leader found dead at the scene, stripped of everything but their undergarments. You know that this gang syndicate leader worked on a couple of lower levels in the 700 areas. That person was last seen previous to this at one restaurant, Wonderwall. You know that their other base of operations is a different bar, like 10, 15 levels below you. That's where they kind of set up and you would probably assume the rest of their crew would still be there if they didn't leave shop. But besides that, there's other info. If you want to know anything specific or want to look anything up, please let me know. But you have 
your basic job with a few key details. I think that Z will sort of look down towards Junks and say, well, I'm sorry that you brought me along for this part of the job. I didn't realize it would be a pre-recorded hologram. See, you see Junks' oversized head nod kind of slowly, but like not slowly because like they're think they're deep in thought or anything. Slowly because the goggles are heavy, so it goes down a bit and they have to struggle to get their head back up. It goes back down. Goes back up. Sort of like one of those those like bird thingies where they're like drinking some sort of liquid when you like pop them. And, and they're that's the physics of of, of of the head nod. And then Junks just goes, ah, you know, like just just starts starts to you know, what do you call it? Making motions with their hands. Like they're trying to grab at something, but also their hands are are like their hands are like gloved first and foremost. They're tiny, tiny baby gloves, like that kind of thing. But they got that grabby hands going on. I think Laura is going to kind of slowly start handing things to Jinx, like seeing as they they're trying to point at things and grab things. The message we received has been recorded to my data banks. It seems that we have someone rather difficult to find. This shouldn't be too hard with the rest of us here. Yeah, I mean, they've given us a lead. Shall we start there? Once again, you get the slow nod from from Junks, like, we want banana, and they start rubbing my tummy. Z looks around the sort of raggedy room and out the doors to the rest of the bar and says, why don't we grab you a banana on the way out? I don't know that this establishment is somewhere you want to eat from. Nah, see, see. Ba-da-doo, I look at over at Nam and I go, I, I, I shrug and I get up and I start walking out. And I start following. But as I follow, it's more like big backpacks in the way. And I can't really like run, run. <laughs> so I put my hands up, stick them all the way. I stick them as far out as I can, like acutely, and try my best to attempt a Naruto run. Naruto does not exist. I'm no. telling you that now. Ace um, Naruto. Sorry, you're right. Spiruto exists. Thank you. I think what I'm going to do is I see Jinx kind of struggling and I'll take the back of the pack and kind of lift it up a little bit and hold it so they could run just a little bit faster. And, and I, can't, I can't, surprise, surprise, I can't multitask at a social function. So I stop, I look up at you and I do this motion. Uh, oh, oh, fucking podcast. This motion is I take both my hands <laughs> near my facial area and I wave them back and forth <laughs> like like forward and back bro I think is going to mimic with his one hand just like really slowly just bring it in like a robot and and do it out and from the mouth out and back and forth like three or four times and say I know it's rather difficult for you to get things done master but I'll help when I can and then I, and I just patch your general area. I I'm not sure. I'm assuming it would be like a calf. Your leg gets pat-pat. First banana, 
than Bounty. Banana. So, as the season's unfolding, where are you headed first? You got a couple leads, you have the restaurant, you have the bar where this, the mob boss preview known as Alice was. Are you going to stop by food? I mean, I would think the restaurant would have bananas. So two birds, one stone. Okay. As you're heading through, can I get some kind of recall knowledge check from the robots? The droids would definitely know. Nam, if you could also give me a like a recall knowledge or a society check. Because I think everyone but the Jawa would have either be able to look up this information or know something about this restaurant. I have specifically Lore Coruscant, but I rolled a two. So that is a 16 for me. All right. I am untrained in society, but I do have untrained improvisation. Oh, wait, I also have something else. Wait, 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 wait. What is this? No, I can't be bothered. And I also rolled a 19. So that's a 30. Excellent. Blorbo. I'm untrained society, but I rolled a 16 and I have a plus three, so 19. Okay. I think, Nam, as you're going through, you're kind of like pulling up stuff about this restaurant Wonderwall and it kind of clicks why this restaurant would come to your head. You know that a fairly well-known Merc has basically come here to retire. So you know that this isn't just like a, like any basic restaurant. You know that the person you're going with may or may not be just like prepared to deal with shit. But that's basically it. I mean, you haven't like you know the name because you've heard people talk about them years ago. Their their name is Lucifer. So it's it's been maybe 15 years since they've been around anywhere doing Merc stuff, but you would know. I turn to the others. The place we're about to walk into is the haunt of a retired merc named Lucifer. It's been 15 years since they've been anywhere, but given their reputation, be careful. Let's watch our steps. Let's go carefully. Their dumplings also have very mixed reviews. Also, be wary of the food. Thank you, C. So. As you head to the specific level, you could kind of tell there's already been some commotion going through the streets here. There's like some destroyed stalls. And as you get closer, you see that the door from the restaurant is kind of broken open. Like one of the doors are like swinging, unable to fully close. But as you get closer, you could definitely see like it's not technically open or at least doesn't look open. Since there's like no one really inside from you can see. But the door itself is open. Point of clarification, how long ago did our target, was our target target spotted leaving town? Less than 12 hours. Okay, so this is reasonable destruction, not we should feel bad because they can't afford to fix the property. Yeah, like commotion as in like some shit just went down recently. Yeah, doesn't look like it's open, but the door to the place is technically open. Lights are on and that stuff, but like no one's in there eating. I, I look around and then I and I do my thing. My I do a fast nod this time, so it's like I don't I don't let my my head go all the way down, like like a fast nod. Catch myself and and then go and then go. 
Sí, sí, Uchi. Hello, sí. Hello, sí. And I go in. And I need help with the door. Is it a push or a pull? Well, one of the doors are like kind of like swinging. So it's it's like you can see you can definitely push or pull. But it's like not fully closed because like one of the hinges seem to be like they, they don't have the fancy like moving doors that go moving. Yeah. Okay. So then what I do is I go up and I kind of just lean on the door so that way the weight of my pack is what helps me push it open. But also the weight of my pack is the weight of my pack. So of course I just fall in before kind of rolling not rolling before like getting back up like a turtle again and then I continue my walk inside. I will come up behind you and like on the door you fell through, I'll just kind of like knock to it, like announce ourselves. No, I like you knock and from there, like it's like a wide open area for the restaurant floor. So like you see to your left, basically a counter where you or like a beer check and all that which leads to the kitchen and a wide dining floor. So like a bunch of tables there. You do see a few tables are knocked to the side, some chairs thrown over. And you see someone walk out from the kitchen, just like, oh, sorry, sorry. I, the restaurant's not open today. You, you, you should go. We're actually here about that. And I give my brighter smile. I have a skill feat that allows me to make an impression immediately. You do have to make like a charisma roll, right? Yes, I do have to make a diplomacy check and I have a penalty to it. Okay, go ahead. However, the first thing I do is I go, ah, I just start complaining. <laughs> um, so altogether, that's a 37 with the penalty. 37, quite excellent. Yeah, you, you do this and you walk in and they see your smile and they see the Jawa like complaining, just, okay, like, like if you're, I don't think you are, but if you're some Empire shows, I don't need help. I don't need any more help. Uh, I look so this. offended. Take my head and my hands, like, like, oh, no, 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 papaya, no, 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 no. I mean, I guessed, but otherwise, I don't know why you would be here bothering me. Clarification, Sunda's the one who did all of this destruction, right? This is actually not from Sunder. This is from the last, one of the last known locations of one of the last people to basically see Sunder, which was been the mob boss Ellis. They were seen leaving this restaurant. And then next time they saw them, and then the people that were connected with Sunder, they found them dead in the Jedi Temple. You're basically following the lead of the last person to basically have seen and allegedly have been killed by Sunder. Allegedly. Also, I should clarify. The person you're talking to, Lucifer, is... Where is description? Is there a description? Oh, okay. They are, okay. They are a Zeltron. Do you have it? Which is like a pink skin alien. They, they have, just cause the vibes fit, like, like still fairly darker in color, but slick back hair and have tight pants, basically wearing a tank top or like, a, I would say like known as like the wife beater, kind of like tank top undershirts and very like big, good looking boots. 
and they're kind of leaning on the counter giving the look at like looking at all of you after you look very offended by empire and they just said like why are you bothering me we're just a group of hard-working bounty hunters and they're like one of their one of their eyebrows goes really up and they're gonna slowly reach their hand under the counter and very slowly put it back up and put a blaster on the counter and keep their hand on it and just now why are you bounty hunters bothering me as you could tell i'm having a very bad couple days uh i think that z sort of puts their hands up tries to look very disarming or as disarming as a robot can and says oh no and we're here to help you solve that problem you see we're looking for someone who got killed but they were seen here before they got killed are you talking about that swindler alice okay then why are you here like yes they are here but as far as i know they're dead we were just wondering since alice was seen here how much you knew about some of their contacts specifically one Sunder last name, I don't remember. Now, give me a diplomacy check because you wrote so well, add a plus two to whatever your diplomacy is. 39. All right. They're going to, they're going to kind of stare you down in a way where they're just trying to figure out what the fuck your vibe is. And they're gonna just look at you and how long have you been doing this, kid? No offense, you kind of look a little green around the gills. How long have I been doing this? That's, That's up to you. Question. That's up to you. Smile still on his face. Long enough to know how to get what I want without a fight. Just very cheeky, very like shitty thing. Very endearing, given that I rolled the 39. Just facial emotion hasn't really changed. Just look, I don't know who the hell this thunder is. I can tell you that Ellis was here. They were talking to some chiss about something. No, what? Suddenly ran at the restaurant, throwing all these tables and shit around and basically gave chase to my daughter's dog who also ran after them and now it's been less than a day ellis is dead don't know where my daughter went don't know who the fuck sunder is and i start as they're going back and forth and exchanging take a look around and do a little bit of like investigation trying to like ascertain blasters who shot first you know try and track someone yeah yeah if you want to give me like perception check or i have my lore scouting yeah your scouting lore that will be applicable as well yeah 19 plus 19. oh so another very good 38. as you're kind of going around you kind of go towards where it seems like the first table was flipped and like everything in front of it heading towards the door was kind of moved around. 
and you see missed on the ground a single credit, which you could pick it up and examine it, and you would know that it's like it seems to have been like possibly newly minted. It is an imperial credit for the empire. Credits have been rolling out recently. This one with with a roll like that, you could kind of check the minting date and check with like information that's been around Coruscant and the places that would be able to mint it. And you see that was from a casino closer to actually where Ellis's hideout's supposed to be. And that's what you could ascertain from that. You just see that that whatever was happening, money, lots of money may have seen be evolved to see like this credit, which like it's a credit stick, but this is probably worth like basically 50 credits. I will take the credit and just hold on to it for the time being. And 50 credits. Richer than it was five minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, how's how's the rest of y'all taking with this? Seems that Mr. Lucifer doesn't quite know who the fuck Sunder is, but has an idea of what happened to Ellis. I will I'll raise my hand to speak. But <laughs> and after I get some sort of some sort of glimmer of acknowledgement. Uh-huh. I just I just go up hey. and, and I'm like I'm trying to ask what his daughter's name is. I think it's only appropriate for Z to translate this. Lucifer doesn't speak Jawa? At least they're not they're not they're not acknowledging this. And Z will sort of step forward so that they're standing like behind Junks's like right shoulder and translate the question. Lucifer is gonna look at you and just and what importance is that to you? You see you see Junks trying to like maybe 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 form the words in their mind as they try to speak. The best way to put it is Jung said, you know, to, to help track her, we, we we can use this information to, you know, to continue our, our like our investigation. But like, we're going to stay away from uh, from the cops. Fuck the cops. And after I assume this is translated by Z, they're just going to look at you again. Just, oh, look, I'm well out of this game. And I know how important information is, but <laughs> they're going to pause and his words gonna come out strange and as good intentioned as it may trying to be my daughter needs to stay out of this as much as possible now as far as Ellis or Sunder if they were involved they're gonna have better luck finding Ellis's hideout at a couple of levels up and just deal with their gang I don't know how oh, they're connected to the thunder or whatever. I, well, what? And then, like, they're going to pause after they said or whatever. Just, what? What do they look like? I assume we got, like, a hollow image of them from... Yeah, you you basically have, like, an encrypted, like, dossier. Like, a dossier, so. I think Flora would just, if I can, like, reproduce the image. Mm-hmm. I would I would do that after they ask what they look like. They're going to like look at that and like some semblance of recognition is gonna come across their face. And they're like, wait, wait. Going to like one hand still on the blaster, gonna bring up like another data pad and kind of like scroll and you can see it's basically like security footage. 
players scrolling back and back and back. And then you see a couple days prior, you just see Sunder eating at the restaurant. And then scroll a little bit more, you see them eating at the restaurant again. It's like, I mean, it's not too often you see Zabrax at this part, but as far as just coming here and having lunch, I don't think there's any other connection. Now, is there anything else I could help you with? Well, I know you're not really open right now, but I don't suppose you have bananas? Me one banana! Every time I say that, I put my arms in the air like a child. You get the slowest link. No, we don't make banana dumplings here. Oh, apple, gelato. Nor just, and they're going to still like hand pick up the blaster, but like not on the trigger or anything. Just walk with them, just and going to step back and reach under the counter, like Nick down. It's like this was takeout from about ten hours ago. It's cold. You could have it. Banana, and then just do grabby hands, just arms outreached with the bag, and just waiting for one of you to take it before they drop it. I'm too short. I'm jumping. Actually, no. I start. I start. I start like. I, I start like 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 I don't know like slapping Blorbo's leg because like I can't reach it. But like Blorbo, as you wish, Master, and extend my hand out that I had the credits in and I rotate my wrist and my and show my palm so the credits is there and then with my other hand I go grab the bag from them and keep the bring the bag back and I still with my other hand have the credits in my palm for them to take they're just gonna hand the bag they're not really gonna pay too much attention to the credits and they go just kind of again slowly put the bastard on the counter hands over it and gonna give you all a quick look down and just all right well saying this as nicely as possible get the fuck out of my restaurant i will head everyone out and um, right before you get out they're gonna like take it whatever yeah. reason if you see my daughter out there and you hurt her i may be coming out of retirement keep that in mind i'll do everything i can to make sure she's safe as i'm getting pushed out i just take the coin and flick it and let's say I like calculated, you know, angles and whatnot to have it land right next to the blaster that he put down the table. And I'll just say, for your troubles. And they, I'll they, just walk out. They catch before it hits the counter. Okay. I see you, Pops. I see you. Hold nice. out the, <laughs> I hold up the takeout in one hand. I wave frantically with the other as I'm popping out. And I go bye, you know, and then I, I begin to eat the takeout as we walk. Now completely unable to see what is in front of me, because like you know, you, I gotta hold it up here, and then you open the thing, the lid, and the lid is attached to the container, so it's all flopping everywhere, and I cannot see. But that's okay. I am being fed. Okay, where where are y'all headed now? You have. That's as much information as like 10 minutes ago. Borbo has information about the credit, which kind of leads back to Ellis's place. You have other avenues 
you do see people out here with the broken stands just kind of cleaning shit up as it was still like less than a day. I think that Z will suggest we go to the casino, like either for clues or if nothing else, potentially to double dip for payment. Like if this person we're hunting kills Ellis, maybe Ellis's people will also pay us to track them down. As that suggestion is being given, Bloros is just like just shaking his head in acknowledgement. Okay. Is that is that where you're at? Are you heading to the casino? Which is a couple floors down from y'all? Sure. Great, great. As you're heading down, can I just get one of y'all to roll D20? Do do we want it higher or lower? I don't know. You're asking y'all to roll D20. Okay, I'll roll a D20. I can, I have, I can, I can roll. Just let me, let me roll. What a waste, maybe, not 20. All right. Junks, as you're kind of like eating your dumplings, as you get to like the elevator, you're, you're kind of like looking around and you see like, kind of like in the reflection coming off the side of your goggles, because they are quite wide. You see by one of the elevators, crew of stormtroopers kind of, that seem to be really do anything. They're just kind of like sitting up, but they do seem to be noticing y'all. You see one of them kind of like taps their helmet, like in a walkie talkie kind of vibe. But that's it. They don't really do anything else. Mm-hmm. I point at them and I, I make sure to get Z or Blurble's attention, one of their attentions, whoever, both of theirs, if. If they're like you know near me, I guess would also work. And and like like I'm 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 like I'm like try like I. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like I try to eat, but I'm like no no no. I need both hands for this. And then I put it I put it in that you know my food back in the container. And I'm like I can't put the container on the floor because that's disrespectful. So instead I just like attack them both with my hand with one hand. And then I point to what I see, right? And they go but I do but I do but I do like just until they notice it. I'm not doing this particularly loud or anything, but it's just like, you know, it's like a, it's like when a kid really wants you to see something, <laughs> but you're also standing still like the force of nature you are, so the kid can't move you. Z kind of looks down at you and mutters, I see them, but we don't want to engage, do we? Mm, ah, no, 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 follow. Oh. DCC. I, I like poke my head like I'm a master planner. Like my brain is massive underneath this hood <laughs> and sheer mesh. <laughs> I think that Z will sort of pick up their pace slightly to pull right behind Nam and say, now very quietly, think those troopers might be looking for our person? How stealthy are you? On a scale of 1 to infinity, I would say a 17. Well, that's better than me. Do you, do you think it's track oh. oh, do you think it's worth trying to follow them or should we just carry on to the casino? Are they heading Sorry. Are they heading towards the casino or are they going in a completely different direction? They again, they're kind of actually just more like they're stopping as part of a patrol it's more like they've noticed your crew again or to not notice even on coruscant but you definitely saw that one of them seemed to be like 
communicating because like y'all have seen stormtroopers at this point or even like the clone armor you know where a person would tap to reach their comps and so the correlation between them communicating with someone while looking at you could just be a coincidence but also in which case i think we just carry on to the, the casino but keep an eye out roger roger see roger roger i see droid humor and yeah you head your way down the casino you're heading toward it's a non-impressive casino compared to the rest of coruscant but it's like down with tons of brightly colored lights and like neon and holographic signs pointing you to casino name Rancor's Delight with just a holographic image of like stacks of credits glistening behind the title. And yeah, it's it's one of those ones where you definitely see there is hollow tables where there's like hollow chess, hollow like 3D battling where you could like set of creatures and like it's a type of strategy game where you have to like basically like auto chess but with weird creatures and doing like weird shit and also like roulette tables and slot machines that kind of stuff very active you get the vibe that this is a place that doesn't close as you see all different sorts of humans and aliens and creatures alike filling up the tables at the slot machines you see like an old grandma looking person with her tray next to her of like credits that's reaching well above her head at this point but she keeps playing the slots and you're at the casino where where did y'all want to go did you actually want to play games <laughs> i look at the 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 holographic little battle monsters and I just go oh, Moto and you so you see the ho- the yellow eyes like kind of like squint as well like like as, as if Junks as if Junks knows how to play this game I feel like that's the vibe you know and, and perhaps you know perhaps Junks is even like a championship title holder we'll never know because because after like you know acknowledging its presence uh, Junks will turn back to the group and, and continue to follow y'all so what's what's the vibe well where uh, where do you want to get this information from would i be able to know anything about how ellis's gang is or is not sort of operating out of this casino with basic knowledge that you've gotten from both the dossier of sunder and you got one by ellis as well i don't mention that but you do have one on ellis because they're connected. You don't know too much about how they actually operate. You could just kind of get a feeling that they have their ties to the people that make the money here. Just hands and lots of hands and lots of different pots. You don't know the specifics. You don't know if they were actually like running stuff through here. That's something you'd have to like do more investigations get info. Okay, well then, if anyone else has an idea, I am happy to go along with it. Otherwise, I think probably heading to a bar seems reasonable, like in the casino. Do they have those? That seems like a thing that places have. They do have those. I think y'all go to a bar. I was just trying to see if I have any like skills or something that I, that I could use. I 
actually, I would like to, just in case, just in case, while this is happening, because clearly I'm not going to be the best talker. It's not going to stop me from talking, but I will talk. And I want to maybe make like, like a throwable tracker with, with the junk that I have and, and the other stuff I'm about to steal from these people. But I just wanted to, to double state. I do have a lot of things that make crafting faster for me, especially if it's junk related or alchemy related. So like I, I can theoretically do this given a reasonable amount of, of time. And I'm not trying to make something super like crazy. I do want something though that it would be like trackable and small enough to throw. Okay. Give me give me a crafting check. Followed by either a stealth or a thievery, unless you're just openly making this. Because realistically, building something mechanical inside of a casino where it's already kind of sketch also makes you seem kind of sketch as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd be just sketchy looking in general since I came in with a mule sized backpack. Yeah. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Do crafting followed by. It's still for a thievery. Yes, sir. I'm just double checking everything. If there is a cost, like a like a material cost or money cost, I can pay for it. By the way, I, I figured I, you have a bunch of shit in your yeah. bunch of junk. I was gonna say trunk. I can look I can look for for items, or I can pay the material cost that you say it is, but I only pay half of it because of enter background. But I do get, I think. Am I master in crafting? One second. I should get a... Yeah, I get a plus two bonus to making this, though. Yeah, you're a master. Yeah, I mean, again, I, this is a tracker, honestly, simple enough you could do. It's more like if you could do it quickly and if you could do it quietly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that should be a... You said crafting first. Crafting... That is 34. Yeah, 34. All right. Yeah, on, on just crafting. And you said roll stealth for stealth or thievery. Okay. Which I think you have the same bonus for. So. Yeah, the, the relatively the same bonus. So just let's go. Oh, that's so sexy. So 31. Okay. Yeah. So as you're going to do it, you're kind of walking between the two big droids and behind them as you are just kind of tinkering with your shit using the sounds of like the slot machines and people excited yelling and you make basically like a little transmitter with a sticky part on it so if you want you could throw it somewhere it has a like tiny red light as all trackers should and you besides walking in with a big backpack and two droids it makes it suspicious you've done it quietly now what do you want to do with this tracker as you go to the bar, I assume. I mostly want it to, to have like a, as a just-in-case precautionary thing. So now I just have it, and, and should we need it, I can hopefully fling it and get it onto someone. Or if they're close enough, I can slap it onto them. The The idea is was to just have it at hand, just-in-case shit goes like awry or something like for example the bartender was thunder all along you know like 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 that all right well you head to one of the many bars and you see behind the the 
counter, you see basically like a, not a maintenance droid, but like a working droid with like six robotic arms, mixing drinks, grabbing stuff, cleaning stuff all at the same time. And they turn to look at you like, welcome to Rancor's Delight. How may I help you tonight? Welcome to Rancor's Delight. How may I help you tonight? Z's face doesn't really move because it's basically one plate, but there is a distinct aura of being disappointed that this is a droid rather than a person because they don't work as well on droids as she does on people. But I think that she's still going to try to look at them and say, we have work. We have work from Ellis. Where can we find him? They they kind of like arms still shaking like they have when it's like the tumbler is still shaking a drink and like you see it kind of like stop and then like just continue shaking just I checked my database I do not know who Ellis is how may I help you can I vibe check this droid sure roll a perception I suppose Nat 20, the most useless Nat 20 in existence. <laughs> but that's a total of 38. Now, like, how do you want to vibe? Because again, they are a droid. I think that I am also a droid. So in that pause where they were sort of scanning their database, I feel like I would know sort of how long that takes to the millisecond. And so I'd be able to judge, like, are they also doing a protocol for, like, lying because they don't recognize us? Like, did they have to scan two databases or something in this time? Or is it just like, no, they truly don't know? Okay, so yeah, you are a droid. You know how long it takes to take protocols and stuff. This could be multiple things, just because, like, just by looking at them, I can only give you so much. One, yes, it's very possible that they could be loading a protocol for lying to do it. It could also be something that quite literally, it's not in there and they double, triple checked, which they could do in a matter of, you know, milliseconds or seconds. Or you know that there's a program you could do where something is purposefully omitted from a database, which so it's something that would initial search would attempt to look up, but because it's been taken out, you know that they cannot look it up. So you can figure it's one of these multiple things just from vibing. I think that Z pulls a sort of credit chip out from somewhere in their wrist and says, sort of like passes it across the counter and says, if you don't know, then we need to speak to your manager, please. You see that from their six arms holding it, you see another basically like, like, you know, like the, the grabbers of like a cherry picker. It's like one of those comes out from their chest, grabs the credit, and it goes back into their chest. And they'll be like, one moment and we can't help you. And they're going to kind of like step away to the other side of the bar. And it takes about like maybe a minute or so. You see like walking up to the bar and now kind of leaning up against it, looking at you, you see a dark purple skinned Deveronian horns on their head that kind of go a little bit up and back uh, in a very like clean white suit, white tie. 
And they're going to lean over and just welcome to Rinker's Delight. I was told that I have some very special guests looking at all of you slowly, a little more concerned at the Jawa, but kept moving and just, how may I help you all tonight? This, I think, feels like a vibe that maybe Nam is better suited for dressing. So Z is going to sort of slowly turn their entire face, or their entire head, rather, towards him. Like, Nam was, like, turning his head towards you in, like, a very similar motion. And sees you looking at him, and he's just like, oh, yeah. He kind of, like, leans in. Sorry, I'm just deciding how honest I want to be, because, like, <laughs> instinctually, I want to be, like, very honest. Yeah, okay, whatever. We've been given a job to track down one Sunder Abyss, and the main thing we know about them is... Leans in closer, whispers, what happened with Ellis? And we were wondering if you could help us out. They're going to kind of uh, straighten up, because they're kind of, like, leaning on the counter, straighten up. Like, open up the bar table under them, which, like, has the different kinds of spirits and liquors and alcohol and ice and stuff, and start, like, basically making a drink in front of y'all and just shaking the ice in the tumblers and, like, well, Ellis was an associate to our establishment. However, I think maybe we need to chat a little bit more about why you're looking for them and who hired you. Does that How, seem reasonable to you? I'm sure you know, as well as I do, that in this industry, identity of the clients is not on the table. And I think you must understand in my industry, people snooping for information is not welcomed. Do I get the feeling that Sunder was part of this this like organization as far as like initial vibes it's hard to it's it's hard to say what their closed offness is about you just know that they have information they're not sharing with you and are kind of bristling people trying to know more about their associates dead or alive okay i think we may have there may have been a misunderstanding information about ellis no, Ellis's secrets are Ellis's secrets. We specifically want to know if you know anything about Sunder. Your organization's secrets are your secrets, not our business. But if you know anything about the person who dealt a blow to your organization that could help us find them, that would be appreciated. I'm so glad you're the one talking, you're the one with the charisma. Go ahead and roll another diplomacy check as they're kind of like staring at you and stop shaking and basically pour their drink into a martini glass and kind of staring you down. Ooh, okay. So not as good as my other rolls, but 35. This Devaronian is again, kind of standing tall, swirling their drink. Is going to down it, put the glass on the table and just, well, if we're going to talk, let's go somewhere a bit more private. If you would please follow me. And they're going to start walking basically back onto the floor, but heading towards like the far side of the casino, motioning for you all to follow. This seems fine. We should definitely follow this shady person into the far side of the casino. 
let's pretend that this whole time I was sitting like on one of the bar stools while making my thing. And as I see everybody get up, I will hop down. But before I hop down, I also grab like one of those glass ashtrays with me because I've always wanted to have one. And this is how I choose to have one. So I grab that when they come down and then I put on my backpack again. And I, I follow the group while also making like little mumbles of the things that I've noticed, you know, like, ah, boba. Oh, good day, good day. <laughs> well, you know, like I'm just, I'm just making noises. How's, how's Blorbo doing? Blorbo is taking it in and, and just trying to not be as assertive as he normally would be knowing that that Nam's here and Jinx if it weren't for them I think Lorbo would be a little bit more uh, forthcoming with his with her intentions and trying to get information but is going along doesn't necessarily trust or, or feel good about going to this back section of the casino but knows that if something does happen that we could handle at least Bloor could handle himself alright alright and as all heading back can I get just like a round of perception checks uh, I have a 16 31 yeah. uh, does this involve sights yes 16 31 are you scouting instead of perception? For this specific one, no. This is definitely going to be perception. 30. 22. Nam and Jux, as you're kind of going through and following this unnamed Deveronium, as you didn't exchange that kind of pleasantries, you definitely see people looking at you. Like people that are working at this casino, whether it be other people behind like the games, like at the roulette table, or people walking by with drinks, or other people like behind counters, all like basically giving you the eye as you're walking down with this person. But no one is stopping you, nothing like that. I give them the eye back, which is way, way creepier, I think. And 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 if they continue to look at me, I t- I'm gonna take out one of the knives, smaller knives, like perhaps it's just like a casual butter knife, <laughs> like really like on on my necklace knives. I'm gonna take it out, and then I'm gonna point it close to my to to my hood, and then I'm gonna put it in my face. And we don't know where my face actually is. Again, we don't know where the mesh ends and, and where the hood begins, but it disappears and I let it disappear. <laughs> you can get it later. And then I go back and then I go to downstairs wherever we're going. No, big you <laughs> funny enough, you get the feeling that that's not the strangest thing that people have seen. Okay, that's pretty that's pretty wild, but <laughs> moving on from there. Yes, you follow Severonian too. Basically, like a nice wall, and you see them put their hand on the wall, and like a scanner appears, and the wall kind of like goes in and slides open to reveal like a door. And they just kind of 
wave her arm inside for y'all to go in. As they look around, make sure like no one follows y'all. If y'all go in, they are going to walk in behind you and you're in darkness for just a moment. And then it opens into a well-lit hallway, like very like chrome metal hallway. And this person walks in front of you is like, this way, please. And leads you down this hallway. A little further into the hallway than maybe one would like to go into a place that they don't know where they are. And leads you into a room that opens up to the left and walks in. And you see it's, this is, it's like a conference room, but like a chrome metal conference room. Bigger than you'd expect with like a very long table. Chairs on either side. And this is probably like a 60 foot long room, quite wide. There's holograms on the walls, either showing like, I don't know, information about who's in it, security cameras. There's, you see a definitely a security camera of the room you're in and all that. And they motion for y'all to sit at these uncomfortable looking steel chairs. They are going to stand at the end of the table. This is like probably like a 10 foot table. And stand after sitting and just look at you a lot again. And now that we're in a place more private, why are you looking for Thunder, you said? And Ellis. I'm sure that you, looking into us, you're very well aware that they're dead. Yeah. The reason, yeah, we only heard Ellis's name because of that incident. By the way, now that we're in private, I'm very sorry for your loss. If you were personally acquainted. They, they don't really show reaction to be a hunter. They're just kind of like looking at y'all still. But that's fine. That didn't need a response. Sunder is of some importance to our employer. And so our employer has asked us to find them. Yeah, that's genuinely, that is all. You see this person have a few things on the table where they're standing, which is at the end. You see that there's definitely like some data pads there. And they're going to pull up the image of Sunder on their end. And going to look at John just... So this is the person you're looking for, correct? Mm-hmm. For any chance whatsoever. You're not with the Empire, are you? Why do people keep asking? I mean, actually, no, this is a good question. However, ill. No. No Empire, la police, babasnerva. What junk said? I think at that point, you see Bloro just like slowly step back a little bit. Seeing as he's made of like, you know, stuff from like the Trade Federation that now is the, now is this group. So just trying to make himself a little smaller. And, and if, and if I notice that motherfucker looking at Blorbo, I, I straight up, I wave my arms in the air to get attention back to me and they go, no, no, no. <laughs> just like that. They're just like, please stop screaming. And here, and that goes really loudly. And they're going to kind of like 
put their hand over the hologram, like over it and put it down as it disappears, like they're stomping it out and just, well, simply asking. Because surprisingly, you're not the first person to ask about this sunder within the same day. And they're going to tap a few more buttons and the door you walked into shuts close. And they're going to say, the other people were a bit more convincing, though. And a panel on like a door basically on the opposite side of the room opens up and you see as basically these double doors open up a line of two lines of stormtroopers. These stormtroopers are decked out in all black armor and they walk in single file, single file on each side. So you see that there's six and following them is a slim figure in also black helmet, very distinct from a stormtrooper's helmet. You see, it has like one big visor and what looks almost to be like vents where the mouth should be. All black imperial gear, wearing a fucking cape. And they walk in behind them and now looking at a lot of you and just. Thank you, Stephen. You may leave us I talk to these people. And the Deveronian nods, walks out that same door and it closes behind them. And now this figure is going to look at you all and just... You know, for people hired to look for Sunder, I would assume they would have gotten professionals. My big head shakes <laughs> Well, if it makes you feel any better, we were told we weren't the first choice. I know. How... How important is this job for you? For all of you? Loro uh, turns and looks and says, We were given the prime directive. Prime directive must be executed. No other directives. They look at you by like, they their head shifts just ever so slightly, but you can definitely now like, even you as a droid feel that this figure is looking at you. And just, they slowly reach slowly like reach for their belt and pull out a very kind of like matte steel looking orb and they're going to hold it up and let it go and it's going to float in the air in front of them and it's slowly going to circle around them and as this orb is circling around them in a tone that doesn't hasn't changed quite much since entering the room. I very much suggest that you leave this job behind. The only person finding Sunder is going to be me. And they, they're just staring at y'all as this metal orb circles around them as well and just kind of waiting for a response. Honestly, they're I hoping for you to say no or leave. I think Bloro will just stand there plain face and not even moving, like would almost mimic a little chuckle at that. And then again would say, we were given prime directive. Prime directive must be achieved. There are no other directives. They're going to look at the rest of y'all and say, well, you all plan to stay here with your friend and not leave this room 
Are the stormtroopers between us and the door? The exit? Basically, how it is that you're on one side of the table, there's the table, and then this figure and the stormtroopers are standing basically in front of the door. One person here, three stormtroopers on each side. Okay, then I think that Z will sort of, again, hold their hands up, look very as unintimidating as they can, which they're like luxury droid. They don't look intimidating. They look like a weird sex spot, but professional. And so she will sort of walk past them to sort of until she's parallel behind the person, sort of parallel between the uh, stormtroopers, and say, well, we know when we're not wanted, and then I would like to activate one of my items, please. Oh dear, what's the item? So it is my Mask of the Banshee, and basically once Blur, not Blurbro, <laughs> once Z is behind this person, as after she sort of speaks, there's another sound that at first you think that it's like some sort of weird droid malfunctioning, but then it grows and grows and there's a sonic blast in a uh, 20 foot emanation around her. So I need everyone to make a fortitude save except for my friends. DC 25. Right. <laughs> you said fortitude? Fortitude, yep. Oh, for troopers? Well, the figure standing with the cape and everything they got a 41. Okay. And the group of troopers all got 29. Okay. So that means they take half of 31 would be 15 negative damage. Everyone except for the figure in black. All right. This is a great time to do uh, everyone that's wrong initiative. Alyssa, what'd you get? I got a hot 27. Okay. I got a 23. I rolled a five. <laughs> Junks. 27. 27. bow. I got a 28. Okay. Okay. Who has better decks between Z and Junks? I have plus five. And me, you said? Yeah. I, I have plus four. I guess, like, you all get to choose who wants to go first. So let's just... I mean, I already went, so Junks can go. But uh, so so just for my for for visual sake, Z is behind the stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers are. I, I'm sandwiched between the figure in black and the stormtroopers. Well, Z is sandwiched between the figure in black and the stormtroopers. Y'all are on the opposite side of the table, basically. Mm-hmm. So then, I guess the black fig the 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 the, the black cloaked figure. Is closest to me. Technically, yes. Yeah, the stormtroopers are kind of lining the wall between the door, and uh, okay, that's yeah, that's really good to note. Then, so it's the figure in black's turn, and unfortunately, Z is blanked right now. And as you do this, this figure quickly turns around, being undamaged, mind you. And this sphere that there has been floating around them stops to their side. And you see it kind of shake and tiny lightsaber spikes poke out all around it. And they're going to attack you first. See. What the fuck? I am sorry. That was a 42. 
Z tosses their head a little as if they are shaking their hair behind their ear, which doesn't make sense because it's just a small bit of metal. And I will use my reaction Lucky Escape. So please reroll that. That's a 43 on a nat 20, dude. <laughs> That's even worse, Dusty. <laughs> Why you attack me like this? I yeah? use a different dice around for blood. <laughs> that is incredible. And you just add that precision damage as well since you're flanked. Technically, am I flanked for this particular man? I feel like I'm flanked by the stormtroopers and not by the figure in black. Yeah, well, basically, yeah, it's diagonal. There's people on, you're you're basically surrounded if you really, because you did say that you went between all the enemies. Yeah, you didn't see my beautiful diagram though, where there's a lovely space between the last two stormtroopers. <laughs> I'm joking, I'll take the damage. This, this middle spear moves at you at like a speed that you did not nearly expect. It slams into your side, pushing you basically into the wall as the door closed, slicing through your side like it's nothing. And you are going to take 62 damage as you are slammed into the wall. And I believe, please roll a fortitude save. 31. Okay, great. You're good on that. But you basically got knocked prone. And then this the spear is going to go back to the, the person. And they're going to turn around and with their other hand, like one hand reaches out. The table between y'all is blown away. Not damaging anyone, but now there's nothing between y'all. And that will be their turn is now. Stormtroopers turn. Because y'all did not roll great. Okay. Lorbo, two of them are going to shoot at you. How does a 17 do against your AC? It to me. Is it more than 10 below? 17? No, just about. I'm at 26. Oh, well, the first one, first Stormtrooper misses. The second one critically misses. Since the first one rolled a four, the second one rolled a two. One shot blast over your head and the other stormtrooper shoots kind of like the splinters, not the splinters, but the shrapnel from the table because it was a metal table. They shoot wide and it bounces off and hits one of the other stormtroopers. Two of them are going to shoot at Nam. Are we flat-footed right now? Technically, yes. Okay, cool. Jeez, wheeze. How does a 17 do for you? I'm going to... No, that doesn't hit. It I was going to like nimble dodge, so it was a critical fail, but I'm not going to bother with that. But no, that's a miss. Okay. How is it 29? That does hit. All right. You get hit for nine damage as a blast starts hitting on the shoulder. And four little junks. Two of them are going to shoot at you. <laughs> Me who's done nothing so far. You you didn't walk away. You're with the crew. Not didn't really do anything either, to be fair. I don't know. I was, I was going to say it sounds a little... It sounds a little... I don't know. Sounds a little racially motivated, just saying. Wow, so you think they should only attack the droids now? Is that <laughs> the droids were doing shit the South Asians weren't. Well, how's 28 do, Rocky? You said 28? Yeah. Can, I'm going to use my reaction to, sh to shield block and raise my shield so that way... Actually, wait a minute. If it meets it, it'll still hit me, right? Yes. Never mind, never mind. I'll just let it hit me. It's not, it's not a critical. It's just by one. Okay. The other one is an 18. 
I'm rolling the mm-hmm. same numbers on these dice. You're no, the good 18 for... will miss. I, I assume so, yeah. Not a crit, though. Right? Crit fail, right? Regular fail. Regular My fail? AC's 27. Okay, okay. You take 11 damage from Blaster. And that is it as... Well, the Stormtrooper is kind of... They're facing the wall. They're going to kind of, like, spread out. So they're in, like, a large circle around you. Still all standing within 15 feet away from you. And that is going to be... Their turn is now Flora Bow's turn. How, how close are they to me? You have two now within 15 feet of you, one on each side, two within 20 feet, two within 30 feet, and you are within 30 feet of the figure in black. I am going to... I think what I'm going to go do is go to the stormtroopers near me, and I'm going to raise my arm up and turn it so that way it's making a fist and then from the arm there's going to be a little hash that opens up and you're going to see a little blaster come up. I'm going to take aim and shoot at the closest stormtrooper to me. Okay. Go ahead and roll that attack. That is a 36. Roll the 16 and it's plus 20 to hit. Oh, 36. Yeah. Yes, that hits. Okay. This is with the the heavy crossbow, which does shock damage too. Oh, great, 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 great. It is 12 in piercing and then five in five shock. in in shock. Okay. Okay. It yeah, matters. you you hit one square in the chest that you see it's like one of their shoulder pads was kind of blasted off, but they're they're still standing with the gun pointed at you. And I think that's all I'm going to do at that point. You may have one more action if you'd like, because moving's one action, shooting is one action. You could technically shoot again. It would be at like a minus five penalty. I'll shoot again. I'll take that minus five. All right. See, that is a... 25. 25? Yes. Okay, 25 designed. Okay. Not critical sense, which is good. Next in the order is... We decided Junks was going first, correct? Junks, mm-hmm. your turn. It's Junks' turn. Free action to point at the at the robed hooded figure, the dark one, and 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 then point. At the at the robed figure and go south. And then I start juggling. That's my first action. Is to juggle my very weird looking, highly innovative dagger. And then I will also in my like bandolier, I have like a bunch of my bandolier being essentially a fanny pack, by the way. It's I have like a bunch of like flasks and I pull one of them out and I'm also juggling the flask with the knife. I'm going to use another action to, to add another item to my juggling sphere. And by doing that, I'm using my doubling rings to essentially double my knife. Though not everything gets doubled, like all the extra runes stay suspended. But this is this is basically just going to be a knife that hits relatively as hard 
as my wep my innovative weapon without without like doing things like returning or any of the other cool things my innovative weapon would do. It's just a slightly ouchier knife. And now, now I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna use my last action to lob over a what's like I'm trying to remember the name of the item. A a acid flask. There you go. I thought I'm mixing up like a bunch of my flasks here over at the no it's not a, the acid flask what the fuck my dwarven daisy there you go but i guess in this case it, it would be called something else and so i believe i need like some sort of reflex save yeah like a basic i'm assuming it's a basic reflex save to dodge a bomb it should be yeah, yeah. and who are you throwing it at the stormtroopers because i have the splash stone radius how big is the special radius? Within yeah. five feet, including the target. Within five feet. Okay. They are spread apart at this point. Oh, further so, apart? Yeah, so you could hit two of them, but that's about it. Maybe they could throw in between two of them, like either two that are close to Blorbo, or two that are closer to the rogue figure, or the ones that are close to a prone Z. Let's go for the ones that are close to a prone Z. Because I'm betting on it hitting them and not like like Z should be out of that slash damage zone. Okay, one is twenty-seven. One is a twenty-one. Those are both successes. So you should be taking half of that damage. Let me roll this dammy dams. Oh, okay, that's kind of dope. So that's like you should yeah they'll they'll take five fire damage and two fire splash damage so seven all right and, and then as a free action i think wait actually let me double check if i can use this free action right now yeah no i can do it so as a free action my clockwork celerality kicks in so you hear like something weird move inside my weird dagger and it lets me attack for free like an extra free attack and so I throw the knife at let's let's do one of the stormtroopers that I hit. Okay. It'll be just a regular throwy throw. And I want to say this knife is one janky looking knife. It looks like it's it's got like I don't know like septus or something like that. Thirty. Yes, that hits. Thank you. Do do do. Now you're gonna get. Now you're gonna. Now you're gonna get the dammies. Now you're gonna get world pain for. That should be 10 points of, of owie damage, piercing, I think, damage, I guess, because I'm throwing it. And it has a returning rune, so it's going to come back to my to my juggling hands at the end of the turn. Your juggling hands. Do you have to, I feel like you have to roll like a dex or something for juggling, because I've heavily considered taking no, I juggling don't. a couple times. No, because I have a free, the free feet of focus juggler, and I'm pretty sure. Focus juggler, as, as long as my turn starts, I can now for free keep it going and add another item. Focus juggling. She is going to stay on her place, at her place, prone back against the wall. And there's like a sickening crack as her wrists sort of pull backwards, revealing a blaster on each one. And I am going to use paired shots to shoot twice at the little death sphere. At the Death Sphere. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
So first one is thirty-four. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like I'm saying, because it meets the otherwise AC, it'll meet that AC. <laughs> okay. The second one is a forty-one. That also hits. Does it crit? Yeah. Does the electric versus piercing damage matter? Not quite, no. Okay, so then that is 26 damage total. Okay. You shoot this death orb, basically, as you said, and because the person was focusing on other stuff, you're able to actually like hit it square on, it gets blasted across the room, embedding itself into the wall, basically, because you, ha- you hit dead on. So that's one of your actions, or is that two? That's two actions. It just, okay. I got to take them both at the first multiple attack penalty. And then I think that she sort of looks down to her side where the wind of the lightsaber blast or lightsaber sort of thing sliced right through and just sort of stuff some of the wires back in there. <laughs> so mechanically, I'm using a one of my healing potions, a lesser healing potion. Okay. And that is my turn. Nam, it is your turn. Yeah, so because of some feats I took from Gunsling, Z started screaming. Nam was ready, right hand to left hip to draw his sword, left hand to his holster to draw his gun. And in a burst of speed, he zips towards one of the stormtroopers. I would say one of the ones in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, for flavor, one the one who missed on him. Okay. Um, whispers in their ear. You truly are a paragon of your kind, just like sarcastically. So the stride towards the enemy was a free action. And right. this is my Bon Mo. So I make a diplomacy check against his or their will DC. And because of my stereotypes against stormtroopers, I'm just going to use assurance to get a 32. <laughs> Does that succeed? That Yes, that definitely succeeds. Okay, so where the hell is it? So for podcast listeners in the middle of this episode recording my character sheet thing updated and now everything is in a different place so i don't know where anything is oh okay so was that a success or a critical success regular success so for a minute this stormtrooper has a minus two penalty to perception and will saves all right and i gain panache and then i'm going to fucking stab him (laughs) thank you that's not good. That's only a 23. Well, it doesn't critically fail. That's good. Okay, I think like I kind of like stab forward with my rapier and I kind of like bonk against their chest. It's like you hit it at like they're turning at the right angle where you just kind of go. And then I go, huh. And then I kind of just change the angle and I kind of like stab again. So this time at a plus. 16. That's better. That's a 31. Yes. Okay. So any any difference between piercing and fire damage? No. Cool. So that is 7 
13, 17. That's 21 points of damage with my third strike. Not third right. strike, my second strike. And that's my turn. That's your turn. Okay. It is currently top of the order. This hooded figure, not really hooded, this caped figure, turns again, unfortunately, to look at Yuzi since you shot their their weapon. And from their sleeves, they kind of flick and each hand gets a dagger and they're going to throw one at you. Can I do this? I don't know. Probably not. I'm still prone, so I can't leap, presumably, right? I would say, yeah. Okay. That is going to be a 31, though. That hits does not crit. Okay. You're going to take 12 damage as this dagger stabs into your chest. And you see that this one's going to easily come back to their hand. And then they're going to turn around in a swift motion. And now, unfortunately, you would be the closest. But they're going to, instead of like throw a dagger, they're going to just kind of like, actually, no, they're going to throw the other dagger at you. Okay, I'm going to nimble dodge. Plus two circumstance bonus. To your AC, right? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. That makes this a 26. Wait, did you minus, oh, did you minus two from that or? Well, that, you add the, two to your, you add yeah, two to okay, your AC. Yeah, okay, cool. I mean that wouldn't have hit anyway. But yeah, <laughs> okay. And then I think I just lo- I just kick it away. Yeah, and I think that one that one doesn't go back to them. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh wow, that's just one action. And with that, they're going to see that that didn't really hit, and then you you're looking at them, and then you kind of you blink, and then suddenly they're in your face, and then that's their turn. Is now the group of stormtroopers. Z, thankfully, you're kind of like still on the ground, kind of like metaphorically bleeding since you're a robot. So only one's going to shoot you. 28. Just hits. You're going to take 13 damage. Two are going to shoot at you, Blorbo. I don't think either of these are going to hit. That's going to be a 25 and a 28. 28 hits. You're going to take 14 damage. Chunks. Now there's a 28 and a 32. They will both hit regular. Seven plus nine. You take 20 damage as two shots hit you simultaneously. And then Nam, the one in front of you, that's like a 25. Misses, right? Okay. And then we're at Laura Bow. I'm going to make my way towards the two over Z. Are they like right there? One, two, Z on the... on the floor, like almost on top of of her? Not quite. One is really close, but the other one is kind of stepped like 10 feet away. So they're like, they're there, but like, they're not like grouped together. Okay. I'm going to use a power attack on the one stormtrooper that's in front of Z standing over her. Okay. So I'm going to do an unarmed attack. It's a fucking like a truck. There it is. You'd think that's a twenty-seven. Guess what? Twenty-seven is there, you see. And what? 
I think you add an additional two damage dice because of power attack. Yeah, at least two more. 38 points of damage to the little Fiat. Yeah, you punch this one into the wall. Like they they get they dent into the wall and then they don't fall down. So that is both my actions there. And yeah, I think that would be your turn because yeah, power attack is a two action. All right, so we are Jux. Jux is me. Okay, and the ones that are behind adjacent to me, how much? How much in feet? They are ten feet behind you, about ten feet apart from each other. That's great. As long as they're within a, a throwing distance. Good, 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 good. So, bitches behind me must die. So, reaction for focus, struggling to throw another thing up in my arms. I'm going to pick an elixir, a, a, a lesser elixir of life, just in case, and, and keep it there. Because what's funny is that I think if, if they destroy it, the elixir will still hit me. <laughs> so I can still heal on that off chance. Now, here's the fun thing. I'm going to use my first attack to, as a lobbed attack. My lobbed attack is one action. And basically, if I'm juggling a thrown weapon, I can just make a regular strike. But this this cannot, you know, obviously doesn't trigger reactions. And if the target's never seen me use this before, they're flat-footed. And these fuckers are newly behind me. So they're both flat-footed. And I'm going to also throw my own. <laughs> so they're both flat-footed. Lobbed attack, motherfuckers. And one second. Just trying to double check. It doesn't say anything about if it if it will apply the, the, the bonus to me, though. So I'm just going to assume that the bonus is still there because it's a multi-attack thing usually for multi-attack unless it specifies otherwise the multiple attack bonus or penalty or whatever still applies yeah that's what i'm thinking so i'll just do it as rules written to make my two law attacks Mm -hmm. okay let me just roll first natural 20 on my innovated ones so oof and for my other attacky attack, you should be. You you are a double, so you'd have this, and then that means you'd have this. For a twenty, nope, plus one because it's flat footed, right? So his AC is down, right? What's his AC? His AC is down by two. For down by two? Okay, so so and their AC was twenty seven. You mentioned it was twenty six. Will hit, right? Yes. Yes. Fuck. Well, I was like, dope, dope, dope. So I'll roll you the crit first. He's two. 12 points of piercing, but I have backstabber and this creature is flat-footed to me, so it also gets an additional one point of precision damage, so that should be 13 points. I already doubled. Were they doubled? Let me... Wait, one second. One second. Well, I mean, I that's the, the crit, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, that is the full crit, yeah. Plus do, the... Do, do you remember how I we do crits? No, I don't. Max damage plus dice roll. Plus dice roll. So it should be 27 points of damage to one of the stormtroopers. Alright. And then their friend takes... I have to straight up roll this one too then, yeah. Their friend takes... 7 points. 7? 8 points of, of damage. Because that, that knife is low-key, d- doesn't take one of the other runes so 
it's a, it becomes like a regular life in terms of damage. <laughs> Other bitch returns to me and I still have one more action. I'm just gonna keep throwing, actually. There shouldn't be too much of an issue if I keep throwing. <laughs> the knives are like probably finesse, so it's only a minus eight. I, I my knife comes back to my hand, and then I pull out this ball and I and I slap it onto my knife, and you hear a click as if a USB port has entered immediately. And then I tap it and, and you hear resonance. And I will use my goblin song, or my Jawa's song ability, <laughs> in which I annoyingly sing and distract my, my foes within about 30 feet. And I think I can do it up to two people. So I'd like, I, I guess, I want to get the rogue figure. Uh-huh. And I, and I want to get the person who I, uh, who took less damage from me. Okay. Yeah. So it's that kind of radius. And I'll start singing. Okay. So it's there, we'll see, you'll DC. I make the performance. Okay. However, I'm a master in performance. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe this is about to be painful. 37. Against their will DC. Will DC. Both are annoyed. Nice. Like regular success. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they will both take a minus one status penalty to perception checks and will saves for one round. So if anybody has will saves, now's your chance. As as I start singing. The end of your turn. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not clockwork serenity. (laughs) I got one more attack. At a minus eight? Yeah. All right, go for it, I guess. (laughs) Ah, that's more like it. Are they still flat-footed? I assume just because you're throwing a regular knife, no. Okay, then that's gonna suck. Twenty six. I rolled a twenty six. Nope. So, so close. I think I throw the knife. The knife. Get, the knife doesn't get lodged anywhere. It actually pathetically goes so, like really oddly because it's a weirdly shaped knife. And then the knife like zooms back into my hand like magnetically. And that's it. That's my turn. All right, it's Z's turn. Yeah. Sadly, Z is going to spend the rest of this turn. They finally, she finally decides to stand up. Uh, so she stands and sort of shakes out her arms, which is me using dual weapon reload, but they're blasters, so you don't really, yeah. And then the little death sphere, is that out of commission? It's currently lodged in the wall, but that's all. You don't know if it's broken or not. It's not really showing any signs of, like, brokenness. Could I do a check to confirm that? Like a perception or something? Yes, it will take an action. Yeah. Well, it's a 27. 27 total? Yeah. It sure is lodging that wall. <laughs> I mean, okay. you shot it pretty well, but like, it surprisingly doesn't even look like it got shot besides being stuck in the wall. Okay. Well, that's all you can do sometimes. And that's my turn. <laughs> all right. Now it's not. Hello. So I completely ignore the stormtrooper. Not important to me. And I turn to face the caped figure. I just kind of like size them up 
And then I strike with my rapier. That is a... 38. Uh, any resist- any like difference between piercing and fire? No. Okay, so... So that's 22 points of damage. Alright. And then because I hit them with a melee attack, my pistol shot will not trigger an attack of opportunity. So this is plus 15 to hit. Natural 20. You hit? Okay. What's the total on that? It The total would be a 35. 35? Okay, yes. So that bumps it up to next level, so critical. So uh, I have fatal D I have fatal D10 on this weapon. So, I'm not sure if you heard, but we do crits here as max damage plus a dice roll. I heard. Any difference between piercing and electricity? No. Okay. You're gonna hit hard. <laughs> I'm gonna hit hard. Okay, so two D10 plus two. I rolled two tens. <laughs> So, wait. You—that's max damage, twice. Yeah, I—I I, I need to roll some other stuff. Only a one for the electricity damage. Okay, and then another d10 because oh wait, so 22, 23, 24, plus forty-four, forty-six. That's fifty-two points of damage. All right, let me just... Okay. It's going to take a while to scroll on Path Builder. One second. 52. Okay. And then, so because I hit them with a firearm, they are flat-footed to my next melee strike. Okay. Which I'm going to make a confident finisher. So even if I fail, Use not crit the... fail, just normal fail, I'd still do a bit more damage. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is a plus... 11 to hit. That's only a 25. 25 just hits. It, wait, it actually hits? Yes. Wait. Sorry, no, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, just 25, doesn't not critically fail. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so it's just normal failure, which normal means... Failure. Sorry. Which means they take half of this damage. 6 plus... 9 is 15. They take 7 points of damage from that failure, and I have no more panache. Okay. You take this damage. You hit them fucking hard, and they almost, like, stagger back a bit. And, like, where you shot them was, like, a good shot on the shoulder. You see that you're able to kind of get through the armor a bit. With that arm, they're going to slowly come up and rip off this mask and kind of breathe heavily a bit. And you see the face of like a deep blue-gray skin and what you'd recognize as the death of Mirian with kind of like an undercut hair onto the side and eyes piercingly blue looking at you and just breathing heavily is like, you really should have given up. All the music you heard in this episode is by Dare at Dare to Dream RPG. All sound effects you heard are from Epidemic Sound. Additional voices this week provided by Ferris at Dragon Cat Paw. 
and guest voice and player of Rook at RJK Games. Thanks to our patrons, Velvet, Amelia, Katrina, and Saga for supporting our show. You could support us at patreon.com slash unwavering.